Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Come on, that's a great place to bless the name of the Lord. If you know that he is the source of your strength, the strength of your life, hallelujah, because the word says it is in him that we live and move and have our being. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We have a testimony that a half a million people didn't make it. Hallelujah. But you're the one, one of the ones who did. Hallelujah. So we bless the name of the Lord on today. Certainly, God is great and greatly to be praised. And we thank him for this privilege, for the opportunity of being able, hallelujah, to come into the house of the Lord, to, to worship through the various uh, internet platforms. We thank God for it on today. And we realize, hallelujah, that it is still in him that we live and move and have our being. And we're grateful for this privilege and this opportunity. Hallelujah. I praise God today. Thank God for, uh, in my mind, this is just a new day. This is a, a turning point. I just believe that God is, is turning things around for us. He's going to straighten out some things. I believe in the process, however, he has some expectations of his people. Hallelujah. We certainly want to be dutiful and sensitive to the will of the Lord. I would like to direct your attention uh, this morning to a passage of scripture uh, of which I'd like to make an, an argument. I believe that the Lord has given me somewhat to, to say to the church in general, but perhaps to some others more specifically. If you would go with me to the book of St. Matthew, uh, chapter 25. I'll begin reading at the 14th verse and we'll conclude my reading uh, probably at the 21st verse. I could go on longer, but in the interest of time, um, I'm going to stop at verse 21. When you have it, say amen. You're invited to read along. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, and to another two, and another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. Read 19 again. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, 
Thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. The word of the Lord is blessed. We're going to pray in a moment, and I could have gone farther to talk about he that had received two gained two, and he that had received one was had to reckon with the Lord. But I don't want to deal with that on today because I just believe that I'm speaking to a group that is anxious to do the will of the Lord. And so would you just say with me before we pray, the Lord is looking for increase from me. Precious Father, we honor you, we bless you, we thank you. God, we realize and know that you are good and you are perfect in all of your ways. God, we thank you where we stand that you have given us. God, talents and abilities. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us the wherewithal to be able, oh God, to provide for ourselves as well as others. Even provide for the house of God. And we realize, Lord, that because you are responsible for it, God, that we owe you. And we're thankful. We're thankful that where we stand, God, that we're blessed. And we're blessed above measure. But I hear David say, what shall I render unto God for all of his benefits toward me? God, we owe you. And we realize that we do. And so we pray, God, that you would inspire us in this moment. You've brought us through dangerous toils and snares. And we're still here. God, and we believe that we're here because you have a work for us to do. Enable us, oh God, to be focused, diligent, to continue, oh God, seeking your face. Oh God, and using the gifts, talents, and abilities, God, that we have not only to benefit ourselves, God, but also to advance the cause of Christ. Lord, and we'll be careful to give your name the glory. All of the honor, all the praise shall be yours. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we ask these things. We say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Throughout my ministry, and certainly having the responsibility of, of shepherding here at Tabernacle Praise Church, I've had the responsibility from time to time to have to travel for various reasons, whether they be uh, related to my work or to uh, church responsibilities or even if it's on vacation. And I have had the good fortune of being able to travel pretty much the breadth of this country and certainly outside of the country into many other areas and leave much of the responsibility for managing the operation of Tabernacle Praise Church to those who have been appointed that I feel like I can entrust such a crucial work to. And even though I'm generally not gone for long periods of time, 
there is something about what happens when I'm gone that is significant to this text on today. The text deals with the respect that this man has for his servants that are mentioned here because the Bible says here, watch this, the parallel, that the kingdom of heaven is just like or is best illustrated by the story of this man going on a trip and traveling away to a far country and by all indications it appears that this man is going to be gone for a significant point of time a period of time and i have never paid a lot of attention before to the phrase into a far country uh i hadn't paid that much attention to it before until I connected this verse with the latter verses in the chapter that sort of imply uh, and make reference to Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. His going back to the Father and going back for a certain period of time, which many of us might determine is has been a long time but he has this responsibility or he takes the responsibility to let those disciples know in the passage that he is going away he is going to prepare a place for us but he will come again that we might be able to receive a just reward from the Lord Jesus John 14 says uh, uh, that, that I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And this is all done so that Jesus might be able in the meanwhile to hold us accountable as servants in whom he has deposited treasure in earthen vessels. That's what he says, that there is valuable cargo that each and every one of you are carrying on the inside of you. God has made the deposit, hallelujah, and it's our responsibility to nurture what has been deposited, find out what it is, how it's supposed to be used, not only to benefit ourselves, but also benefit God's people. The idea that this man is going into a far country is interesting because it suggests to me that he has great respect for these three men that he has uh, that he has left in charge. He is not going to be able, by all accounts, to be able to check on them on a regular basis. Please forgive me at this point. Because even though when I travel and I have the utmost respect for the men and the women here at Tabernacle of Praise Church that I leave in charge from time to time. But after 25 years or more than 25 years of ministry, uh, at least in my mind, you all are so important to me that even if I'm gone, 
If I'm gone for more than three days, somebody here can expect to receive a call from me and I'm asking how are things going because I need to have a progress report. Now, I can't say that I'm like the man in the text. Glory to God. I try to be. I try not to be calling you every five minutes to see how things are going. But I am concerned because this is important to me. And the best illustration that I can give as I speak to, to, to mothers, uh, wives, uh, from time to time, I'd like to think that you, while you had small children, might go on a date with your, your husband, right? And uh, somewhere in the middle of all of that dining and, and, and relating and socializing, I could just see one of, the, one of the wives having to get up, excuse herself from the table, and tell the husband, I'm going to the ladies' room. Hallelujah. And the reason that she's going to the ladies' room and she's taking her cell phone with her is she's calling to check on the kids. She has great confidence in the babysitter or else she would have never hired the babysitter in the first place. But it doesn't mean that she doesn't care so much about the value of what she left at home that she doesn't take time to talk and talk to the babysitter and get an update. So, so what I'm saying is you are all are so important that if you are, you are leaving for any particular point of time that there's a preciousness there's a value glory to God and I don't have to I realize that I don't have to be calling you every five minutes but and the reason that I don't have to do that is because I have great respect for the people that are left in charge so in keeping with the currency of that day one commentary suggests that one servant was given five bags of gold Another servant was given two bags, and a third was given one bag. And the amount that he gave to each of them, okay, was based on their several abilities, on what he knew about them and their capacity to be able to handle what he gave them. Not because he had more respect for one than the other, but because he understood that they had the ability in a certain way, in a certain area, to be able to perform. And when you know that someone has great respect for you, it becomes very difficult for you to perform in a way that becomes disappointing. When somebody puts you in charges of them, there's an automatic response in you that suggests if you've given me this kind of responsibility, the last thing that I want to do is disappoint. Most sensible people will respond positively when they are made to feel and uh, needed and respected and wanted. One of the easiest ways that I've found out to get somebody to really cut up and act bad is treat them as though they're going to cut up and act bad. They will normally not disappoint you. 
Most people who show great respect for you, great capacity for your ability, literally uh, that respect pulls on you and brings out, in most cases, the best out of you. Hallelujah. If I want to bring out the best in you, uh, hallelujah, let me give you great responsibility. And even if you haven't performed before to that level, if there's the capacity to do it, you'll do your best to try to reach that capacity. Especially if it's for someone that you revere or someone that you have great respect for. If they release a project to you that's significant and maybe even to some degree frightening to you uh, uh, because you realize the enormity of the project that you have been given, some way, somehow, it will stimulate you to, to uh, and in many cases cause you to do the best work that you've ever done before. So would you just shout across the room if you have to, but to somebody and just tell them that, that God is looking for increase. Yeah, you've done a good work up to this point, but God, hallelujah, he purges you so that you might bring forth more fruit. He is looking for an increase. And I believe one of the things that causes a child to perform well in school whether it be academically or whether it be as it relates to some extracurricular activity or actually just be able to perform uh, well generally in life is when there is a parental group, when there is a support mechanism in place that is rehearsing in the ear of that child, hallelujah, that, that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Uh, you're able to do it. You can do it. Uh, hallelujah. God is expecting you. Hallelujah. What we have uh, uh, surrounded you with and the support that you have, God is expecting you to do great things. I'm expecting you to do do great things. And, be, and that's one of the reasons why we give praise when something good takes place in the life of our children. I found out that praise has the ability to have a more profound effect on a child than chastisement really. We have to correct but there's something about praise that makes, makes a child's uh, chest stick out, head stick up when he's being affirmed by someone that he really or she really respects. Uh, praise becomes a stimulant that causes us to want to please whoever it is that's releasing that praise. And so this man goes into a far country and just by reason of leaving these individuals in, in charge and understanding their capacity, he has already stimulated them uh, to actually go out and bring results. Because the fact that you entrust me to something precious and puts a demand on me, uh, and also communicate to me that you have respect for me, but you are holding me accountable. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You're not going to check on me every five minutes, but there's an expectation that I have that, that you're going to give me back better, hallelujah, than what I actually gave you. It stimulates that individual. 
And so this story lets us know that when the, the man gives five talents to one, two talents to the other one, one talent to the third one, and when he finally comes back, he calls each of them into judgment because he has given each of them responsibility. But if he had not given them responsibility, he would be not be showing them any respect. And I'm so glad, uh, hallelujah, that, that God respects me. I'm glad that God respects my mind. Uh, he respects who he made me to be. God ex re respects the fact that he can trust me. Uh, glory to God. We're one of the most valuable things that we could possibly be entrusted with. And that's the shepherding of his people. Because the quality of who I am is the way that I give glory to God. My ability to use what I have to benefit the kingdom of God actually gives glory and honor to God. If God made me respectable, hallelujah, if God created me to be a representation of himself, then I have to give glory to God, hallelujah, just for giving me that kind of respect. Hallelujah. What am I saying? I'm saying that God respects each and every one of us so that he gives each and every one of us something to do. The word of God says in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 that he has given every man a gift. He has deposited into every man, every woman, something that they might be able to benefit by, but more importantly, something that they can use to be a benefit to God's people. And I'm glad that God has the ability and lets me know that he gets the glory out of my life. When he sees me going forth and using the gift that he has given me, I thank God that he gets the glory uh, each and every time, uh, hallelujah, that I serve him in a very special way because the devil has no respect for me. The devil has no respect for you because he's always trying to remind us of what we used to be what we used to do he always talking about what you can't do what you can't have where you can't go hallelujah that nobody is going to support you he's always trying to talk us down when 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 the word of God wants to talk us up he's always trying to take something from you and me he's always trying to hinder our progress the bible says he comes to steal to kill and to destroy hallelujah he always has the ability to take something that's respectable and try to make it disrespectful. Uh, he takes something that's advantageous and tries to uh, 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 contaminate it until the point uh, that it has not the value that it started with. He tries to take the good that you are and the good that you do and corrupt it in some way so that God can't get the glory. Because uh, in failing, if you fail, uh, hallelujah, my God, uh, you bring a disappointment to the one uh, that actually gave you the gift in the first place. And so God is depending on us in this hour, especially to come through for him. Please take notice here because the man is going into a far country. He's leaving his goods to somebody else. 
but with the goods uh, that he's given uh, and, and these talents or abilities that go along with the goods, uh, he is expecting to receive an, a, a return. He is able uh, to expect a return uh, because he really has given them something to actually work with. And God is doing the same thing for us. He's given all of us something to work with. He's even given more people things to work with. Hallelujah. Because he believes that he can entrust more to you. And he's expecting uh, a greater harvest from you. And so when we take a look at this, it suggests to us how much God loves us and also how much God respects us. And as a matter of fact, God believes in you or else he would have never given you the gift that he has given you. When I consider how omnipotent God is, when I consider how much power God has and that God is in complete control of all things, the very fact that I know and believe that God is incredible because he demonstrates his respect for his creation and the respect for the talents and abilities that he has given us because he is omnipotent Hallelujah. My God, he's all powerful because he sits and stands on the circle of the earth and declares uh, by the word of his power, hallelujah, that he can do anything uh, without anybody because he formed the world and made everything uh, without the help of anybody else. It's a testament of how much God, uh, hallelujah, loves you and me and respects you and me when he would think, even in all of his omnipotence, uh, that he is respectful enough to give his creation the privilege to be able to exercise their gift in a free will setting. He doesn't make you do it for him. He gives you a free will and he promises you that if you do it my way, if I get the glory out of it, I'll reward you for it. And I thank God that he's given us a free will. He's not made us like animals. Animals don't have free will. They behave instinctively. They do what's a normal part of their breeding process. You and I are not set that way as a result of our, our breeding. I know that some of you think that you are, that, that the way that you are is the way it's because of somebody, hallelujah, that breeded you into this world and you have that kind of DNA. But I thank God, hallelujah, that in spite of, of, of my mother and father's DNA, I have a free will. Hallelujah, if they choose to go one way, I don't have to go that way. I have a, a free will. And so it doesn't matter how much your grandparents' DNA is in you running through your blood you still have a mind and if you want to go a different way hallelujah even if they don't want to go God's way you can still determine or disadvantages that you've had in life what side of the tracks you come from what you did or did not have as a child hallelujah glory to God the one thing that God gave you that he gave everybody else is a mind 
of mine to do uh, uh, the will of God if that's what you want to do. That's why uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 5 17 uh, says that if any man be in Christ, uh, he's a new creature. Uh, old things are passed away uh, and behold all things uh, are become new. Uh, I don't have to be ignorant. Uh, hallelujah because God gave me my mind. Uh, I don't have to be weak. I don't have to be broke. I don't have to be left out. I don't have to fall for the devil's tricks because I have a mind. Jesus said let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. You don't have to fall for the enemy's tricks. You don't have to be mired in mediocrity. You don't have to be worried about who doesn't go, who has, who doesn't have because God has given you enough and is expecting you to deliver. When the man gave the servants those talents, he was making an investment in them. And he was expecting them to make an investment in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of them chose to make an investment. And others chose not to or one chose not to. They had to put their minds to work because they were responsible for what was going to happen next. And I just want to stop right here and say we've been through a lot in 2020, but God has brought us out. Hallelujah. And I praise God that he's brought us out all right. Personally, I believe that we've been brought out to be stronger and wiser and better than we went in. And so God is saying uh, to us, hallelujah, I've given you a mind. Uh, I've given you talents and abilities, and you're going to be responsible for what happens next. And so I have to share this message with Tabernacle of Praise on today and others that are watching because many of you, uh, glory to God, I believe that you're ready. Uh, hallelujah. You're, you, you understand that God has taken us through this uh, so that some stuff would fall off from us uh, so that we wouldn't carry uh, into a new year. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, things that we should have uh, uh, allowed to fall off that God is getting ready to do a new thing. For those of you that are thinking or thinking we're going back to the same old way, hallelujah, I got news for you. God doesn't do encores. God does new things. Hallelujah. God goes from this thing to the next thing. You need to tell somebody that I'm with God and I'm not going back. Hallelujah. I'm not going back to 2020. I'm not going back because God has extended to me this kind of respect. The glory of God, hallelujah, needs to come forth out of what I do. And I don't want to disappoint God. Hallelujah, I want my calling and my election to show. Yes, Lord, that's why God's been working on us. That's why God has been taking time with us. That's why we've been spending time in prayer with God. And God has been taking us from faith to faith and from glory to glory, teaching 
teaching us how to really walk in the ways uh, of true holiness. Not having a form of godliness uh, and denying power, uh, but to actually be able uh, to walk in the strength uh, of Almighty God. How to trust God. Hallelujah. I thank God for it. He's taught us how to trust him when we can't trace him. How to have faith when we can't see our way. Because the just shall live by faith. And so we've been practicing in 2020 how to walk this thing out. Because our religion is of no consequence if it's not a part of our everyday existence. It can't just be something that we do on Sunday morning. What we really believe has to be walked out, has to be lived out, has to be worked out, has to be served out. Hallelujah. It's got to be able to get you through tomorrow morning, a Monday. Hallelujah. It's got to be able to get you through your Monday, enable you to hold on through Tuesday, to get over the hump on Wednesday. Hallelujah. To hang on in there and go through on Thursday and charter, hallelujah, and maneuver into uncharted territory on Friday. Hallelujah. My thoughts of God is what he's enabling me to do uh, day by day by day every day getting up with an agenda uh, hallelujah saying this is the day uh, that the Lord has made I will rejoice in him I'll be glad to serve I'll be glad to do I'll be glad to exercise my gift because God has been good to me he that has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God is saying here that he's given us capacity to handle our own life. He's given us power so that he doesn't have to hold us by the hand. He's put it in on the inside of us and there's an expectation that we're going to work it out. Every man, every woman needs to be able to achieve, to do, to serve. It's all a part of creating an identity for yourself and God is expecting us to stand. He says stand with your loins girded about with truth. Stand on your own two feet. Hallelujah. God hallelujah, has taken us through made us strong and we're able to stand. Hallelujah. He's blessed us to do it. He's given us the gift to do it. He's given us the strength to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So now is not the time to bury a talent. Hallelujah. So now is time to stir up the gift that God has put on the inside of you. Can I get somebody to give God a praise right there? Somebody needs to know that a day of reckoning is coming. Hallelujah, the Prince of Peace is on his way. Hallelujah, the judge is coming back and he's going to hold us accountable for the deeds that we've done in this body. And so I don't know about you, for me, I can't in get involved in a bunch of foolishness. Not in this new season. 
Not in this new season. I'm going to pick my battles. I'm not going to let you pick them for me. I'm not going to let you call me, uh, hallelujah, and get me involved in a bunch of stuff that doesn't uh, involve advancing uh, the cause of Christ. I'm not doing foolishness. I'm not running with anybody that's not going somewhere to advance Jesus. I love you, but I'm not going to get involved with you to the point to where I lose myself in the process. I refuse to abort my mission. I don't know if you hear me. I refuse. I understand now what God has called me to do. Hallelujah. And I realize that I don't have as much time in front of me as I have behind me. So I must work the works of him that has sent me while it's day. The scripture says the night cometh when no man can work. And I refuse to come short of my dream. I refuse to come short of my goal. Hallelujah. Would you just shout across the room uh, and tell somebody I'm moving uh, into a new year. I'm moving uh, into new things. I'm moving uh, into new relationships. Uh, hallelujah. What's in my rear view uh, can't compare uh, to what God has in store for me. So I'm forgetting those things which are behind. Hallelujah, looking ahead to those things which are before I press toward the mark for the prize uh, of the high calling uh, in Christ Jesus. Uh, hallelujah, I don't know about you. Uh, hallelujah, I feel like I made some mistakes in 2020, uh, but I'm not going to make those same mistakes this year. Uh, hallelujah, I'm not going to come short. Uh, I'm going to extend myself. I'm going to steer myself so that I don't, go, I don't come up short. God has given us this gift. God has given us creativity. God has given us this ministry. And he is saying to us in this hour especially because I believe that the world is looking. Hallelujah. The world went dark. Hallelujah. In 2020. And God is looking for us to be the light of the world that shines before men that they might see our good work and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Somebody say payday is coming. Payday is coming. The Lord said, whatever is right, I'm going to pay. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I want to be like the man with the five talents. Hallelujah. The Lord said, I gave you this and you doubled my investment. Hallelujah. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody that's been faithful. Hallelujah. Over this little bit. Uh, glory to God. God's getting ready uh, to give you opportunity to expand. Because I want to hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I'm expecting God to give increase. Hallelujah. Because uh, I believe he's expecting me to do in such a way where increase shall come. 
God says he wants to see an increase in what we do in our home increase in what we do on our job. Don't settle for average. Don't do what everybody else is doing. God says increase. I want you to stand out. Hallelujah. So I can stand up in you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I want you to witness for me. I want your life to be a written epistle seen and read of men. I want you to get to the point where you enjoy and you love serving God. Not serving yourself uh, only but serving uh, almighty God uh, and when God sees increase when God sees increase in you uh, God said to tell somebody when I see increase uh, I'm going to give you abundance when I see increase uh, I'm going to give you capacity uh, to do even more uh, I'm going to give you the ability uh, to go even farther going to give you the opportunity to go into the realm of more than enough the realm of miracles and breakthroughs the realm of signs and wonders so that the world might see you and come running to Jesus as a result of the way that they see you live when they recognize that there's favor on your life when they recognize that there's a peace that passes all understanding when they recognize uh, that there is something about you that is different they might not know the scripture but you do what Jesus said uh, you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation a peculiar people that should go go forth show forth the praises of him that has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Thank God that he left us here. The called out ones. Thank God for what the Lord is doing in this hour. I'm just believing for somebody that eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of some of you. What God has in store for you. He wants to perfect the gift that's in you. Perfect the anointing that's in you. Perfect the ability that you have to serve him. The concerns that you have. God is getting ready to address those. And if you are faithful, if you are productive, things are going to turn in your favor. Would somebody give God a praise? God has expectations of us for increase. Would you stand all over the building? I want to pray. Somebody needs to get excited about what God is getting ready to do. Sometimes we, we labor. Sometimes we do things we don't see instant increase. 
but the Lord I believe he's saying in this hour be not weary in well doing for at the right time in the right season you shall reap and what you've been sowing in public I'm going to reward you openly for it everybody has seen the service everybody has seen the struggle everybody has seen your ability in hard times to remain to maintain your integrity I'm going to reward you openly for it I'm going to show the world what serving a great God is all about would you bow your heads with me in a word of prayer precious father we bless you on today we honor you Lord and thank you Thank, that, thank you that you care enough about us. God, in spite of your ability, oh God, to create all things without the assistance of anyone, but then invest in your people. God, that we might have the same mindset and do the same things. God, you've given us power and authority to do the very things that you've done. As a matter of fact, you said in your word that the things that we see you do, we shall do also. We shall even do more than we see you do because of the gift that you placed on the inside of us. God calls every hung down head to be lifted. Let somebody know that this is not a time to be looking down, but this is a time to be looking up that weeping may endure for a night, but joy is coming in the morning that the thing that caused them, hallelujah, the most pain is going to be the same thing, God, that's going to bless them be, uh, beyond measure. God, I just believe in this hour as we remain faithful to the will of God, as we remain dutiful, as we use our minds and our imagination, our creativity, God, to advance the gifts that you've given us as well as your kingdom. Going, you're going to show us great and mighty things. And so we ask now, Lord, that you look favorably upon these your people, O oh God. These your servants. These the faithful ones. In the name of Jesus, God, that you would cause them to show forth the praises of him that has brought us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Reward them openly, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, let this be the day, the point of demarcation, O oh God, that springboards us into a brand new day, into a brand new season. God, and we'll be careful, O oh God, to give your name the glory, the honor, all of the praise, O oh God, will go to you. No flesh will glory in your sight, but we'll let the world know what a great God you are. In the name of Jesus, we ask these things and others in your name and for your sake. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Thank God for being, hallelujah, in the land of the living in this hour. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. 
We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.